0: What is going on, my friends? Katie here, and it's 528 on a Tuesday. So very real-time uh, podcasting with the Sacred Philosophy episodes. And I love that they're bonus episodes in between the longer episodes because it gives me a, a little bit of the time to dissect and all that kind of stuff. And I'd like to get back to a pace where I'm doing essentially one of the core episodes like once a week or once every other week, and then somewhere between three to five um, sacred philosophies in between there to help unpack some of the ideas as well as talk about real-time thoughts as I'm executing against all things um, sacred global and one of the things that I keep coming into behaviorally inside of the business um, the people we work with and um, cascading from there uh, you know throughout other parts of um career and timeline, I've just noticed we as humans have something, which I I guess I'm deeming, you know, most of these phrases are not new and or have alternate meanings and derivatives that already have language and explanations for, but I'm deeming this one as awareness bias right and awareness bias is essentially when a human comes into the awareness of something awareness of self awareness of discovery you know awareness of others awareness of situations awareness uh, you know know, of conscious things of subconscious things etc behavior let's keep going down the list we tend to stake claim as if this is discovery always always new always ours always something we take dominion over think about how we do this in relationships with business ideas with content um you know execution and flow and rhythm there and cadences with you know releasing and publishing things regardless of what type of creator you are we we all have awareness bias it's not new we're just becoming aware of it but we treat it like it's new and we also claim it like it's new And I see this pop up a lot in unhealthy communication as well. Um, I tend to be the type of person when I'm communicating where um, I remember most of the precise facts of what was said. So I can tend to ignore emotion until emotion is needed to prove a point right? Um, Anybody can attest to this. People I've argued with healthily, people I've argued with unhealthily, that I've debated with, that I've strategized with, that I've worked with, collaborated with, both in healthy and unhealthy ways, will know that that's kind of how Derek is. He remembers almost everything, um, and he sometimes thinks overly logical about um, things that have complexities outside of logic itself. And so uh, I've noticed in conversations that this happens a lot, awareness bias, right? Because we can make recommendations, we can make um, suggestions, we can even look out for the best interests of others, we can show our care and our love in a way that we believe has value, right? And in marketing, they teach you that as perceived value. We perceive it as valuable because we know how it has helped us. But what we fail to realize is that when other people become aware of it is when they're actually going to have the breakthrough or the revelation um, that you're wanting them to have. So if you're wanting to superimpose any type of idea, share, help people that kind of stuff, create new things, you have to be aware of both your own awareness bias and their awareness bias. Your awareness bias being you already know how this is going to help either you, the situation, the relationship, the, you know, the moment, um, and awareness bias on their side where they're not going to get it until they get it. And that's just a truth. Um, and this happens everywhere, both sides facing, etc. cetera. Um, and we do this to ourselves as well. Um, so if we have a little bit more of a calm, open mind to the things that we are chasing, especially... Um, Especially in business and marketing, then we can have a little bit more of an authentic approach to what we are doing you're not discovering new things you aren't not you're not technically doing things that are you know um, not tried and true and tested somewhere for some product service elsewhere when you are executing against marketing and business activities. What you are doing is connecting them in a unique combination of strategies, ideas, and execution pieces where the nature in which you go about doing the things are differently, right? So like if you get in a car, um, you're not the first person to drive a car. But you may live out of it, you may be a traveler, you may be one of those uh, Jeep people who love, you know, Airstream, Jeep, uh, you know, that kind of flow where it's like, you're always on the go, nomadic in nature. Um, This is actually something I dream of, of being a a nomadic uh, (laughs) Jeep and Airstream dweller, if you will. Uh, So (laughs) as city as I am, I still, you know, uh, dream about that. I, I think that it's like, that's what made it unique, you know, not you getting in the car and deciding to travel in the first place. So when we make decisions and we commit to things and, um, you know, when we commit to things it should be in our best effort and of our best energy, it should be with the understanding that 80 to 90 percent of what I'm about to do is already figured out foundationally by, you know, laws, by metrics, by benchmarks, by, you know, pre executed uh, things, campaign situations it's it's already been done that's why i love the the bible verse there's nothing new under the sun and most religions most cultural practices have some type of you know principle or quote or proverb that alludes to you know things not being new per se um, in humanity, but more so innovation through self-discovery and that kind of stuff, right? It all leads to the essentially the same thing. So just be careful when you're using awareness bias, because if you're coming, if you're becoming aware of something, either details you didn't know, um, situations you're coming about, uh, parts of relationships you didn't know existed, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just, just come to the immediate conclusion that you're finding out about this now that it's not the first time this thing is existing right? Um, and therefore, that should bleed into a lot of other areas of our life as well. So when you're creating music, when you're writing stuff, when you're making landing pages, when you're writing copy, even when you're doing the R&D process, because you may not be on a sophisticated level where you even have the language um, and verbiage for these things, you may just be R&Ding people who do these things, you know, in business and marketing. So you then can do them for yourself and achieve freedom through, you know, creative expression. Um, Beware of awa- awareness um, bias and and treat others in a way to where you are building off of and collaborating with shared intelligence, like we talked about in the last couple episodes, because shared intelligence can be a detrimental thing when everybody's operating in awareness bias, because awareness bias essentially then materializes or manifests as um you know, one of those things where it is who gets the credit versus is this beneficial to everybody? If you want things to be about who gets the credit, then that's where awareness bias comes in. I'm thinking about it in this way, therefore nothing else matters. I get the credit for this because I'm doing it my way that's completely fine to sort of like operate in that realm. And I have attributes of my personality and character that are very similar to that where I recluse into my own discovery of things and I don't necessarily care how things have been done before or, you know, who's come before me or if there's already solutions out there, you know, or ways to do things. Sometimes I just want to discover myself, you know, and that's where sort of like, Self discovery and awareness bias can be a little bit helpful because it's just about you. It's about self care. It's about self discovery. But when it comes to collaboration, awareness bias is where relationships situations, opportunities, they can all die. They can all fizzle out, not because the opportunity wasn't right, but because everybody wanted credit and everybody, want you know, operated out of awareness bias. So I wanted to share this with you because not everything inside of life business and um, entrepreneurship from a collaboration perspective is going to be great. Um, one of the things that you can, um, you know, count on, though, is your Your solidarity, like we talked about in the other episode, and your solitude on the fact that This is the first time I'm discovering this, so I'm going to healthily use this thing in a way that projects me towards the things that matter to me. And it sounds like a lot of me, sounds like a lot of selfishness, but the way that you pour out and give freely to others is by having a full cup. The way you have a full cup is by being aware of self and how self is affecting other things and other energies and relationships around it. So hopefully this was awakening and empowering to you as it was to me thinking about it this week, and I will see you in the next episode of sacred philosophy. Peace.